the group, episode 10. The finale of season one. And I wouldn't really call it a finale. No, because there's no overriding plot to season one whatsoever. No, nor does it really crescendo the season. It doesn't. And looking back, season one is really not that good. Season one is a tad bit disappointing. Like, Porno Gill is a good episode, but that might be the only one that I think is, like, a comparatively good Curb episode. So this episode actually starts off with, I think, something hilarious, where Larry is gargling. Just the sound of Larry gargling. Larry's a funny, he's just hilarious when he does physical humor. Like, room in front of a mirror is funny. And he gargles, like, there are a lot of episodes where he'll gargle for seeing or brush his teeth or do something, and yeah, he, he does a good job of selling that. When Cheryl's coming on to him, Instead of not saying anything, he just subtly says to himself, oh, I have a cramp in my foot. Wait, hold on a second, I have a cramp in my foot. And then she gets to continue. I don't even remember that. It's it's just really small, and it's just, like, so inconsequential. It's at the very beginning, you mean, when they're in bed? Yeah, when they're in in bed, and they're having a conversation about who comes on to who. Larry, before Cheryl can even talk, says, oh, I have have a cramp in my foot. Hold on a second. I know, I definitely, I mean, I know the scene. I'm trying to think of the line, but... It's not just one line. It's, it's very short. I'll believe you didn't make it up. It's almost a throwaway. Uh, yeah, you could say it's a throwaway. There, there wasn't a lot that I thought about this one. I did think, like, I'm jumping way ahead. You made stuff in between. I did no. think Incest Group was actually pretty funny. I thought, the, I thought the scene in the group was funny. I thought, um, and I'm not trying, obviously it was intended to be humorous. I don't think I'm being offensive in saying, in, like, being disrespectful to these people who were telling fake incest stories, but... You could just tell, like, these were comedians who were told to, like, just make up a funny incest story. Like, when the first one was talking about her two uncles having sex with her, like, and how they were bickering and they hated each other, and one was her mother's side, one was her father's side, like, that was just, a, like, a, that was a funny story. Yeah. Like, like, I hope it doesn't sound awful because it involved them having sex with a little girl, but that, like, you could tell that was a very, like, a comedian's approach to telling an incest story. Yeah, like, which one was guarding the door? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then the second woman, I've always thought that that was really well done and funny, but I can't put my finger on why I think so. Like, when she's just like, I'm I'm here, I just want to say I'm here. Like, it's just so reminiscent of so many, like, female characters, I think, that I've seen before in other places. And I think it's, I just thought that was very funny. It just seemed like, it seemed like overacting. It was. I think that's what made it funny. I think, yeah, it was overacting to... To make fun of that type of personality, I, I don't know. I, I related. It's it's very over the top, and she gets really emotional, and then she just like breaks her emotion and thanks everybody. Yeah, I, I almost like it was seen, and she had to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically because it was. But yeah, regardless of that, I thought both those were funny. Going back to the first woman really quickly. Uh, yeah, she uses the word avuncular. Yes. I, I didn't write that down, but it caught me right there. Overly avuncular. Overly avuncular, yeah. That's a great, that's a great new phrase if someone's acting overly avuncular. Yeah. I, I didn't catch it, you know, Larry says avuncular later in the series. He self-describes himself as an avuncular bald Jew. But it didn't stick. It, this line didn't stick with me as much as that line. But now, looking back at it, That's right, because we all thought about the other one. And when you think about it, what could overly avuncular possibly mean? Like, how can you be overly avuncular? I mean, like, you know, you're... I don't know. You take your nephew... Uncle is friendly, overly friendly. 
you know, I, I guess, like, incest is overly avuncular, I would say. <laughs> yeah. So I also did like how uh, when Cheryl runs into the woman and she's the director and then it, like, kind of spooks her out that they know each other and Larry's like, oh, I'll never betray you, like, trust me. And, like, the next scene, like, it, it's pretty cliche that he, you know he's going to betray her, but it's not even like he just tells Cheryl the truth. Like, he tells her the details of the story, which he doesn't have to do by any reason. No. Nope. Like, he clearly could have been like, look, Cheryl, like, I'm not supposed to tell you this incest survivor group. I went with that ex-girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. She was there. But, no, her uncle was doing it. Her other uncle was doing it. And her brother. And he's, just, he's getting so into the details of the story, too. Like, he's, like, reenacting her telling you the story. And... <laughs> Don't, do you think that's like some sort of reflection on wanting to share traumatic events? As in, going to this group was traumatic for Larry. He didn't want to be there. It was terrible. He hated it. You could just see it in his like body language when he was there. This was awful for him. And he had this all bottled up. And he just he was, he was venting to her. Um, he was getting his traumatic event out. That's a good point. But, Maybe I'm looking into it too much, but that's how I saw it. I, I thought you were looking into it, but now I think you're on the right track, but in a different... I think you're a little bit off. I don't think it's a traumatic event he wants to get out. I think he wants to express it to someone from a comedic point of view. Like, have you ever, like, been in a place where, like... Have you ever been in... Where, like, it's really awkward? Like, it's, like, a funny story to him. Like, like he, I think he wants to tell it to someone comedically. Cause that's basically what he's doing to Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're in, like, a really bad place. Not, bad's not the right word, but, like, you can go to like, uh, some place and not have any fun and it'd be uncomfortable and still, like, want to tell someone about how funny it was. Like, I kind of feel like that's what he might have wanted to do. I, I see your point. Anyway, I also wrote down that another fast-forward. In Season 3, Episode 5, when Alanis Morissette plays... Larry goes around and telling the entire episode how good of a confidant he is. And he even gets Alanis Morissette to reveal who that one song is about. Mm-hmm. And I forget the quote, but he tells her, like, oh, everyone confides in me. Like, I, people confide in Larry. Which, clearly, I mean, he... Clearly is a good can, idea. Clearly, he's not, uh, not to be trusted, um, I would say. No. no. So the, the only other thing I wrote down, which isn't even really that funny, is when... His uncle comes at the end, and he's driving a car accident, and they're walking out the door, and Larry's like, oh, Jeff is a 57 Chevy, and Cheryl's like, and he is fat. I just love how Cheryl, like, doesn't get the chance to take jabs at Jeff. Like, yep. clearly they know he's fat. And, like, like, every, like, little Cheryl line, every time Jeff comes up, she's always like, I don't know why you listen to him, or, you know, you know, he's an idiot, or, like, he's fat. Like, she just doesn't miss a chance to point out how much she does not care for Jeff, I think. I agree. I'm, you know, I'm surprised you didn't write down the line of, uh, uh, what if they took away all the pillows in the world? Would that affect you adversely while they're sitting on the couch together? When was that? So that happens right when Larry and Cheryl go to, uh, go to the director's office of the Vagina Monologues. Okay. How does that come up? Like, I can't even... They're just sitting on the couch waiting for her to come out of her office right before... Right before it's revealed that Larry, or what is it, Todd, knows Todd. the director. Yes. They're just sitting on the couch together. And Larry turns to Cheryl and goes, what do you think would happen if they took away all the pillows in the world? Would that affect you adversely? And she's like kind of nervous. And she's like, I, I, Larry, I don't really care right now. I, I don't care about that. I, I, don't even, I don't even remember that. It may have been 
writing notes or thinking about something else. But yeah, yeah, it goes on for like three seconds, maybe like fifteen seconds, and then he says something along the lines of, "There can be cushions. Cushions are allowed, but pillows are not." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm shocked you didn't write that down. I mean, me too. I'm laughing at it now, even thinking about it. I, I must have been like blanked out during that second or something. And, think- and then he says one more thing along the lines of. Uh, you don't need cushions on this couch right now because he's like hugging one of these cushions. Like, you don't need cushions on this couch, but this would be a problem at night. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's a great line, is it? In fact, I, I thought it, I thought it was my favorite line of the episode. I mean, I didn't even write down a line really, so that, that sure, I'll take that one too. Classic Larry <laughs> introspection. Should we call it for season one? Season one complete. In the books. <laughs>